I want to welcome you to Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone. This is Pastor Carl Henderson. Solicit your prayers. You know, we've been working with our audio for the past 40 minutes. You know, so maybe that's an indication. I'm going to take it as an indication that there's something good. Something good that's about to happen. Because that's an unusual situation. We thank and praise God for his goodness and grace. This is the day that the Lord has made. We can rejoice and be glad in it. We're located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. Wednesday Bible study, 7 p.m. And on Saturdays, you can find us at 11.30 p.m. on 99.5 FM or KKLA.com. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. There is nothing greater than God's word. No matter where you look, who talk to you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they, if they are bishop, overseer, whatever title they may have. It must be of the word of God. Because the Bible tells us that heaven and earth would pass away. But the word of God is not. So I'm looking for a word and I'm looking for it to come from God. And my prayer and hope is that you're looking for a word, the word, to come from the Lord as well. Bless your name, Jesus. He has the word. He has what everyone needs. No doubt in my mind about that. Matter of fact, I think you know that. That's why you've tuned in and that's why others are, are gonna be tuning in. And you know, I was looking at the, how our souls are being blessed and downloading the word of God from the broadcast and, you know, and, and making comments and I'm telling you, God is so great. He is so good to us. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord God. And so we want to go before the Lord in a word of prayer. We want to bless him. Whatever your petition is unto the Lord, his ears are not heavy that he can't hear. And his hands, his arms are, are not so, not short where he can't uh, reach into our situation and bring us out. He, he has some very strong arms, you know, and, and uh, he, can, he can go anywhere and he sees it all. The Bible said the eyes of the Lord go to and fro in the earth. And, and so he's there, he's here, he's everywhere looking at what's going on. Sometimes it don't seem like it, but I take it from someone that, that have thought that before themselves. He sees, he knows, he understands. Bless you, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Bless your Savior. Bless your Lord God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you, Lord God, for your mercy, for watching over and keeping us, for giving us an opportunity to call upon your name. Lord God, you blessed us throughout yesterday. You've blessed us, Lord God, in this very hour. Lord Jesus, that we can seek your face. Lord God, we know you and we know you're listening. We know that you are a present help in the time of trouble. You're present, Lord God, and so we thank you. We just want to acknowledge you, Lord God. We, we just want to acknowledge, Lord Jesus, that you are and that you are sovereign, Lord God, and, and you're sovereign in our lives. No matter what we're thinking, no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're dealing with, we know that you are your God, your God. And Lord, we thank you. Thank you for being our God. Thank you for being our Lord. Thank you for being our Savior. Lord Jesus, we just want to bless you this morning. Lord Jesus, and we want to acknowledge your goodness. We want to acknowledge your grace and Lord God, and the, the testimonies that you have given to others, as well as the testimonies that you have given to us. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask that you remember those that are sick among us. Lord God, those that are would be in service and they can't because of restrictions. Lord God, but they're listening their hearts, oh Lord God, are, Lord Jesus, are, are looking this way. Lord, and as Solomon prayed and said that no matter where the people are, whether they're there for their own fault or they're there for some other reason, that if they would just look in the direction of your temple, that you would hear them and that you would honor the request. Lord, and so I pray and ask that you, would, those that are looking this way, those who have their hearts set upon this place, upon this service at this time. Lord Jesus, that you would remember their requests. Lord Jesus, that you would look at it, Lord. Lord Jesus, and those things that line up with your will, Lord God, that you would grant them. Lord Jesus, that you would bless them, Lord God, and that they tell of your goodness as well. Lord Jesus, we just thank you, Lord. Lord, we don't know what else to say. But thank you, Lord Jesus, to, to live holy, to present ourselves as a living sacrifice unto you. Lord, help us to keep our words. Help us to do what's right, Lord God. Lord Jesus, and teach us your way so that we can abide, that we will abide in your word. You said if we abide, if we, if we keep your statutes, if we keep your commandments, we'll live in them. Lord Jesus, you've given us something that is uh, that that others may have looked over, but we pray and ask that you would bless us to share that word with others, Lord God, so that they will know that you must live according to your word, that you must do them in order to live in your presence. Lord God, we just thank you right now, Lord. We bless your name, Savior. We bless you, Lord God, every place where they're gathering together to lift you up. Lord Jesus, every preacher that is standing with a microphone or not, Lord Jesus, but they have a word from you. Lord Jesus, the, 
the hung down heads, lift them up, Lord God. The feeble knees, we ask that you will strengthen. Lord, we ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. Those that are tearing for the Holy Ghost, Lord God, that you would, you said that you would, those that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. Lord God, and so we pray and ask that you would bless them. Bless them, Lord God, so that they don't stop. Bless you, Jesus. Lord, that they continue on, Lord, tearing, Lord, for you, Lord God, to be filled of your spirit. We ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. We'll be careful to give your name praise and to give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. There's a song that was on my heart. And, you know, I just, for those that are, are listening and after our opening scripture, uh, we want to, you know, to sing a little bit of that. And then we're going to go into the word of God. This is a fight this morning. And so, again, those that are tuning in, I'm soliciting your prayers as we, uh, this warfare, this is a warfare of the anointed. And so uh, you, you need to pray. You, you need to pray and you need to pray and get a breakthrough, breakthrough past whatever is on your mind. Sometimes we need to pray for other situations instead of just our own. Well, come on, we're our opening scripture. The Lord is the light of my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a whole ship encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired from the Lord, of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. For in a time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secrets of his tabernacle, he shall, he shall hide me, he shall set me upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies, round about me. Therefore will I offer in this tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. And the Bible says, and they continue daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearers of the word. Again, thank you for joining the online service of Cornerstone. If you're looking for a church home, growth and ministry, I want to invite you to join us, grow with us, and be blessed with us. Now, this song kind of goes back uh, some of you may know it. Uh, some may have heard it when they were younger. I certainly heard it when I was younger. And so we just thank God. And, and so uh, you may remember this song. And, and so it, it just, 
it's, <laughs> you know, listen, the, the songwriter says, shackled by your heavy burden, beneath a load of guilt and shame, the hand of my Jesus touched me. And now I am no longer the same. Shackled by heavy burden. Shackled by a heavy burden. Beneath the load of guilt and shame. The hand of my Jesus. The hand of my Jesus touched me, and now I am no longer the same. He touched me. Oh, he touched me, and all the joy that flooded my soul. Something, something happened. And now I know he touched me and he made me whole. Maybe you might be dealing with something this morning. Maybe you may have you you, you realizing that, that that there's a fight going on, you know. Sometimes we feel feel bound in situations, or you know, we don't understand what's going on. But he touched me. Oh, he touched me, and all of the joy that flooded my soul. Something, something happened, and now I know he touched me, and he made me whole, shackled by a heavy burden. Beneath a load of guilt and shame, the hand of my Jesus touched me, and now I am no longer the same. He touched me. Oh, he touched me and all of the joy that flooded my soul. Something, something happened and now I know he touched me and he made me whole. Bless you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. He's able to touch us and make us whole. He's able to do what no other power can do. It takes Holy Ghost power. And when I say I'm talking about his anointing, the Bible said his anointing destroys the yoke. Whatever has you bound. And even, even, and I'm a very transparent minister. So even when those, as we read in the scripture, you read about the distress and things that the people of God went through. And so the ministers went to encourage them, went to encourage them so that they would be strengthened. And, you know, the Lord told Peter, he said, Peter, he said, when you've, when you've been strengthened, he said, the enemy has requested to, to stiff you like wheat. And he want to take you out. And he want to make a show of you. I've already prayed for you. It's all right. It's all right. And, the, and he told him, he said, now, when you've been strengthened, because you're going to go through some things, when you have re, have obtained the strength that you need, strengthen the brother. Help somebody else. Don't don't be selfish with your prayers. Don't be selfish with your your, your worship and your praise that it's all about me. It's not all about me. The, the ministry and and who we are and what we're doing is, is not about us as individuals, but it's about the body. It's about the Lord. It's about what he wants, and that is to bless the people. Mighty God, bless your name, Jesus. For this purpose is what he came into the world for. I want to direct your attention to the book of Proverbs, the 13th chapter. Proverbs, the 13th chapter, uh, the 12th verse. It says, hope deferred, hope deferred. You know, we like deferment, deferment plans. I, I know I've used them where, you know, when I was making a car note payment and, um, and I wasn't able to make it that month, but I've made it all the other months on time, I was able to call them and say, can I defer this payment? Can I put it off? Can you give me an extra 30 days? And they uh, accommodated me for, for that. So defer. To put something off, hope, defer, when something has been put off. It says it makes the heart sick. If, if you've ever desired something, you wanted something, we've prayed for things, you fasted for, you, you've given a special offering, you've given a token. You know, I grew up in, in the church and they would have what they call a silver offering uh, as the woman who uh, gave the small offering and uh, the Lord honored her uh, for that. And so we had, you know, growing up what is called a silver offering where you came around and you put the, and you made your prayer request at that moment. It says hope deferred. You're expecting something to happen immediately hope deferred 
make it the heart sick. It didn't happen as quickly as you thought it would or thought that it should. It says, but when the desire cometh, hope that was put off and you had to wait for it, it was delayed, but it wasn't denied. It made you feel, uh, you know, a little sickly or maybe a lot of sickly. It made you feel a certain kind of way. I like that expression, you feel a certain kind of way because it, it embodies a lot of things. But when that thing that you hoped for came to pass, it was like a tree of life. It revived you. It excited you. Uh, there was a joy that flooded your soul. Up to that point, you felt shackled. Up to that point, it started to feel like a heavy burden. But when that desire came to pass, it was like a tree of life. It was a revival by itself. It was rejuvenating. Well, the Bible tells us in 1 Samuel, it said there was a certain man. And this man lived in uh, the Mount of Ephraim. And his name was Elkanah. He was the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuth, and Ephrathite. And he had two wives. The name of one of them was Hannah. And the name of the other was Penea. Penea had children. But Hannah had no children. And her adversary provoked her sore. Made her fret. Made her grieve. It made her sad. Now Hannah believed in the Lord. Her husband believed. And I even believe uh, Pania, who was giving her so much trouble, believed in the Lord too. But Hannah was hurting. Hannah was feeling a certain kind of way because her desire was to bring forth a child. It meant something in that culture, even as it means something for us today, to bring forth a child. She wanted this for her husband. But the Lord had shut up her womb. And so he did year after year, the Lord, the Lord shut her up. And they went up to the house of the Lord as they would do 
They were accustomed to going. They went to church. They went to the place of worship. And even though they went to worship, Pania provoked her. Mm-hmm. Church folks, church folks. Because you are, or because they attend the service don't mean that they are, and I'm not gonna spend a lot of time here, don't mean that they are doing the will of God. Don't you know the devil goes to church? Mm-hmm, when the sons of God came together. Moving on. Therefore she, Hannah, wept and did not eat. Sometimes you find yourself overwhelmed where you lose appetite. You don't want to eat because your thoughts and where you are you just, you're not thinking about eating. You're thinking about the situation. You know, and, and so women, uh, they they show their emotions just like guys do. And guys show their emotions. And, and you'll find that guys will hide their emotions. They will go someplace. They will go work someplace. And while they're out there working, you'll never know what's going on emotionally. And I won't tell you. But it's an outlet. Everyone needs an outlet. And so therefore she wept and she did not eat. The Bible said, and she was in bitterness of soul. Well, you shouldn't be in bitterness of soul because you believe in the Lord. And what make you think that I'm void or that anyone is void of emotions? She was bitter in soul because her desire and the hope that she had was delayed. It had not come to pass. And it was making her feel sickly. And so she prayed unto the Lord. And in her prayer, she wept sore. You know, I've heard messages where they uh, don't don't wait until they come, but shout now and you know, all of that. Sometimes that doesn't that doesn't. No, no, no. I, I've heard that. I've heard that. But that's not everyone in that moment. No. And you better you better know that when you tell somebody to do something, minister evangelist, teacher, whomever, that that word is from God. Not something that you've picked up because you heard someone else say it. I am really anti-cliche. It doesn't mean that some aren't good, but, uh, but we grab hold to things and we just start using them and we really don't uh, pay attention to what's being said and how it should be applied or when it should be applied. One thing that we must apply is the word of God. So when you instruct someone on what to do, it better be from the Lord. I've seen, I've watched and listen, I love being, I'm being a good listener. 
you know, people have run around churches, run around seven times, you know, spin around and say uh, uh, God is turning it around. And a situation did not turn around immediately as they thought it would. Hope deferred will make you feel sick about that. Hannah was a faithful wife. And she knew her responsibilities and believed she handled them. I, I believe she handled them flawlessly. That's such as you. You're faithful to, to your responsibilities, whatever they are. Uh, natural, you're faithful to your responsibilities spiritually. And so you execute them flawlessly. Would it, matter of fact, you execute them in a, in a spirit of excellence like Daniel and the man that was with him. However, like Hannah, uh, that desire had not manifested or has not manifested in this moment. And so Hannah was not happy and adding to her unhappiness and concern was Pania. Now there are some Miss Paneas out there, and there are some Mr. Paneas, uh huh, that have something to say about what they don't see, what they don't understand, what they cannot comprehend. You know, as a minister, uh, starting out in, in ministry from, from scratch, I, I've heard some things compared to those that inherited. Now, everybody can't inherit the ministry of another because only one can do that. You know, you grow up in the church and uh, and the pastor, at the pastor demise, someone else is appointed. And, but you have 10 other ministers sitting there feeling that they should have got it. Or, you have maybe a few that the pastor commissioned and said, go out. God's going to, God bless you. You have received the blessing and the calling. Go out and you're starting from scratch. And so the one that inherits is not as compassionate because they inherit five folks and feel that you should have uh, by now had 50 folks. People are not as sensitive and they're certainly not willing to help. Now, those are words from experience. And there's a lot more that could, but Hannah took care of the body, her body. And she maintained a healthy relationship with her husband. I believe that she understood the the ovulation process and many other practices, but year after year, no child as she desired. One can only imagine the time she made ready, planned, prepared, and nothing happened. You understand what I'm saying? You, you prepare. You, you know, you, you go in the room and, you know, this room is going to be for the child and I'm going to paint it 
um, this color and I'm going to decorate it this way to welcome, uh, you know, the new birth. I'm going to fix it up like this, whether it is uh, natural or spiritual. You made preparation to receive what your desire was as you went forth to carry out your responsibilities. And I, I know that there are that she had um, many friends. Friends have good intentions. Those that do not have good intentions are not friends. They're enemies. Clothed as friends. And so they made suggestions. Eat this plant, girl. Do this. And, and you know, um, if you rub this and you, if you drink this. Many suggestions. But nothing was going to happen because the Lord had shut up her womb. The Bible doesn't say Hannah or her husband, Elkaniah, knew this. And if anyone else knew it, it's not mentioned. If Pania knew it, then she probably would have used it and said, ha ha, the Lord shut up your womb to elevate herself. You know, there are some selfish things that people do. And when you pick on an in individual, when you uh, attack somebody, that is an act of selfishness. I've learned over time, people and suggestions are endless. There is never a lack of advice. But at times there seem to be a shortage of hands that are willing to help you. But nonetheless, God is. I, I can only imagine the midwives whispering, you know, uh, Pania then had another kid, Hannah. But that poor Hannah, she haven't had Friends talked year after year, and soon it became a reoccurring concern. And Hannah's eyes, it seemed like nothing, nothing I do is going to make this happen. But she didn't stop. You, you know, you get that feeling sometimes that it, that, that no, it's something. It's just I'm doing all that I can, and nothing is happening here. Bless you, Jesus. I feel like shouting right now. Sometime it, it seemed like that delay that's been mentioned is, is endless. It's endless. Lord, we know you have control of it. As much as you would like to say, I prayed and it happened. You know, I was talking with a, with a minister one time and they said, you know, I I prayed and they jumped right into the end result. I'm like, but tell me about the space in between where it, where you get to that period I prayed and you stopped and then you started the next. What happened in between that? Because somebody needs to know how you felt. What was going on emotionally with you? What was going on in, in your arena in your environment in that time so that they can have hope and know 
that it was only a delayed process. It was not denied. How did you feel about that? Because someone else may be feeling that way. And they think that they're strange. They're starting to think that it's abnormal because so many. Bless your Lord. The agua there. Because so many said, no, have faith. You are having faith. You are believing. But hope deferred will make you feel sickly. Bless your name, Jesus. Hope deferred will make you feel a certain kind of way. Matter of fact, you cannot have faith without hope. You can't have faith without hope. No, uh, no, you cannot. You cannot. Well, I have faith, but I don't have hope. Nope, nope. You cannot have faith without hope. Because the Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Thank you, Jesus. It is by faith the elders obtain a good report. However, you got to go back. That means that the elder had hope. It started with the hope. Mighty God, bless your name, Jesus. As much as you would like to say I prayed and it happened, that's not always an immediate response. You cannot cause it to happen, or you would. You can't force it to happen. It, you, you, you can't, uh, it, making it happen is not, no, 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 that's it, it, not gonna work. You can only be faithful to your responsibilities. You can only be faithful to your response after you've prayed, after you've made your request known, after you done, you done got up and walked away from the sacrifice, from the offering, and uh, you know, from the altar, you must remain faithful. You must carry on whether it happens immediately or not. I'm still going to be the Bible tell us in Hebrews that that all of them, uh, the, when you get into what they call the, the hall of faith, that they all that that some of them pass without ever receiving the promise, but they remain faithful because of their hope. Bless you, Jesus. Hannah was faithful. She was a good wife, even though her hope was being attacked. Sometimes hope is shattered by family. They may not do it intentionally. Matter of fact, they may feel that they're, oh, bless you, Jesus, that they're doing it to your, in your best interest. When Job's wife told him, said, curse God and die. She's watching her husband suffer, watching him go through something that she had never seen happen to him in as long as they had been married or as long as she had known him.
curse God and die. Her compassion was to the end this now. She didn't understand fully what she was saying in that moment. Sometimes hope is shattered by friends. Man, that, that ain't gonna happen, man. You need to just go on and stop. You look like you're torturing yourself to, to, to get through this. You know, if God was for you, he would make it easy. It would just pop off, bam, like that, and it would just happen. Not so. The Lord had shut up her womb. Some associates, same thing. Well, you know, if, if God was with them, and you know, then they would be, you know, maybe, maybe come over here. Join us over here because we, we got it going on where, you know, you ain't got it going on like we got it going on. And so come over here and just be adopted in, into us. Want to shatter your hope. Say give up. Time to let go. You've been at it for a while and, uh, you know, and it, it huh. Leaving you feeling broken. Can't you imagine that? The year after year, the time that, that Hannah felt that somehow she may have failed, something that she did wrong, something that is, is going on with her and she just don't understand what it is. A loss of expectation is lingering. Words of encouragement are, are like winning a mega lottery. It doesn't happen, at least not for her at that moment. With all of this, her husband, Elkaniah, had respect for his lady. The Bible said that he would give a portion to his wives, but he said for Hannah, he gave her a greater portion. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Mighty God, he gave her a greater portion. You know, it it it's it's it just hit it hit a note with me because I know what what was prophesied in my life and what God has has done and about that greater portion that that came along. And it's the the thing about it is that is that when he gave her that greater portion. Others saw it. Others saw the greater portion. And so it's, it's the same in this little man's life. It, it just registered. And so, you know, I, I'm just rejoicing in the Lord of, of realizing something that, that he has oh, a greater portion. Thank you, Jesus. He let her know that, that uh, I love you, Hannah. I love you. I want you to know uh, that I love you and it's painful for me to see you burdened down to see you cry and so and to see you not eating baby that's bothering me and so he he went out of his well i won't say he went out of his way but he made it a point and he said am i you know, I know you want a son. And I'm there and I'm better than 10 sons. 
I just want that to marinate for a moment. Because see, by him pouring himself out, That made her feel. That brought her to a deeper desire that I know you've been good to me. And that's why I want to give you a son. That's why I want to bear children for you because you have been so good to me. Huh. That's what causes, that's the drive that's down on the inside that, that says I want to be the best and I want to do for you Lord uh, and give you all of me so that because in appreciation for what you have done. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all just, come on, just tell him thank you. Just bless him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Bless your Lord. Bless your name, Savior. Bless your Lord. It encouraged her even more. Oh, thank you, Lord. Baby, it's okay. I love you. And I just imagine him being there for her to comfort her and, and normally, and it just made that desire deeper that, that I, Lord, I, 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 my Lord, you know, I can just imagine her saying my Lord. And, you know, even as we tell the Lord, Lord, thank you. And Lord, is there, is there something else I can do for you? You know, and sometimes I sit down and I wonder, is there something more that I can do for you, Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What will you do when it seems like nothing is happening? When the delay seems endless? Do you give up? No, don't give up. Do you become your worst enemy? Don't become your worst enemy. Sometimes we, we think about our ourselves and, and we become our worst enemy because we start to put a load up on top of things. Hannah prayed with tears, grief stricken, taunted, teased and ashamed by Pania. But she kept praying. Saints, don't stop praying. Don't stop calling upon the Lord because it seems like it's, it's not happening. Sometimes it just don't seem to happen. But it doesn't mean that God has, has forgotten about you. Matter of fact, uh, the Bible tells us that, 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 uh, that in her prayer, in the prayer 
Lord, remember me. That's a prayer that you can that you can pray as they did, as Hannah prayed and the Lord remembered her. Lord, remember me. Remember me right where, right now, right where you are. Lord, remember me. Remember me, Lord. I'm here. I'm, I'm faithful. You see, you ought to know that you're faithful on, on your own. There are times that you may not feel like being faithful. Maybe pastors, you know, that you you felt like you you've poured out and you wondered if if the people got it, you know, or if you felt short. Oh, mighty God. But Lord, remember me. Because I'm, I'm going to give it my all. Remember me. Hannah was giving all of herself. Lord, remember me. Remember me. And the grief when, huh, when the minister looked down and saw her on the altar praying, when she, when God, when the minister looked down and saw her on the altar and not, no words were coming out of her mouth because she was so grieved. He thought that she had, had wandered into the church drunk and that she was on the altar and he went to rebuke her, went to set her straight, went to correct her. See, I, 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 I look at that and I'm like, wow, Lord, you know, you've given us a spirit of discernment. You know, sometimes we get it right. And then there are times that we may get it wrong. Ministers. Ministers. Thank you, Jesus. And so he then blessed her when he understood the situation and how grieved she was that words could not express it. And so he only saw her lips moving because the words could not be formulated. She didn't. Maybe you might feel that way today. But I'm here to tell you that delayed is not denied. Matter of fact, Oh, bless you, Lord Jesus. As we pray, as we go to God in prayer, whatever that desire, that hope is, one thing about our prayers is that it must line up with the Lord, line up with his will. And I, I do realize that in God's timing, he'll bring it to pass. Some things he'll make happen instantly. When God delivered me from self-sedating and other things, and it was an instant deliverance. When, and there are other times that I prayed about things and it was weeks and it was months, but it came to pass. And there's a prayer that I have up before God right now. So you're not alone. And my prayer is, Lord, your will be done. Your will be done. If what I'm asking for does not line up with your will, then, then I don't need that. But if it lines up with your will, I know that it's going to come to pass because that is a desire in my heart. And he said, I'll give you the desires of your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go before the Lord in prayer.
Father, we thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your word this morning. Lord, I, 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 I'm grateful for your word. And sometimes we don't always know what to say. We may have studied, we may have our notes, but sometimes we don't know what to say. And God comes in and he gives us his word. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your word this morning. Lord God, and we pray and ask that you would bless each individual that have joined in and to listen to your word. Lord God, and I pray for your blessing upon them according to your will. You know the struggle that we have endured. And you know what you have brought us out of. Lord God, and you know the uh, the struggle that some are enduring right now. And you know the ridicule and criticism and different things that have been said to hurt their feelings. You know, observations that they've made where they saw others prospering. Lord God, and and, and in their situation, it seems so dim. But Lord God, we pray this morning and ask that you would bless. We pray and ask that you would remember, Lord God, remember, Lord. Lord, if nothing else comes out, remember, remember everyone under the sound of my voice. Remember, Lord God, remember them. Lord, you remembered Hannah. And at the appointed time, she gave birth to Samuel. And he became your servant, consecrated, dedicated unto you. Lord Jesus, remember, Lord, remember. Lord, as we have dedicated our lives, there are those that are that will be dedicating their lives unto you from this moment forth. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless. Lord Jesus, that you would strengthen, Lord God. I pray that the words that have been spoken, Lord Jesus, be as medicine, Lord God, and to the hearts of those that have are in need right now. Lord Jesus, we just thank you, Lord God, and we just want to bless you. Lord God, with hearts and minds of gratitude, Lord God, we honor you this morning. And we know that hope, Lord God, that, that though things may have been delayed as you had shut up Hannah's womb, Lord God, but you also released it. Lord, so we know that delay is not a denial. Lord God, and we just want to honor you and let you know that we know that. Lord Jesus, we look unto you, Lord God, and, whether the heart is heavy or grieved or, Lord God, with tears, Lord God, with, Lord Jesus, whatever condition, Lord God, it doesn't take away that we know that you're able. And that's why we come to you as the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Lord Jesus, as we leave this place, as we go into the next part of the service of our Sunday school, Lord God, I ask that you would bless 
each one, Lord Jesus. And, and we just want to say thank you, Lord. We just want to say thank you. We say thank you in advance. We say thank you for the things we understand and the things we don't understand. Lord God, you know our makeup. You know how we are. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Again, if you're looking for a church home, come join us here at Cornerstone 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Worship service at 9 a.m. Sundays, Wednesday Bible class 7. And we'll be making a special announcement on, on a blessing that the Lord has, has bestowed upon us. You know, as we are looking to expand and to move forward in ministry and certainly invite someone else to join in to the broadcast and continue to pray for us as we are praying for you in Jesus' name.